0: Welcome to The Diagram, it's your friendly neighborhood relationship coach, Jason. Today we are talking about life transitions and the life transition we're talking about is having a child. So, you move through life, and one of the things a lot of us have been thinking about from a much younger age is what it was gonna be like to have our first, second, however many children we were thinking of. This applies in general to having children. I just want to give you five tips that are important to remember for when you have kids. One, there's something called parental agenda. I'm going to explain what it is. And at the end of the day, it's that whatever you think having a kid is going to be like, the reality is it is not going to be the same thing. What is parental agenda? Parental agenda, you've probably been talking about for as long as you can remember. Oh, when I have my kid, I'm going to. I want my kid to be able to have, I want my kid to be exposed to, etc., etc., etc. From before our children are even born, we have an agenda we have developed of things that we really want them to have access to, experiences to have, or things that we don't want to do to them. So it's possible that there are things that we went through that we will not want our kids to have to go through. There is also just Well, I want my kid to be well-educated. I want them to love books. I want them to love uh, martial arts, physical activity, eating fancy food, nice things. Whatever the thing is that you imagine your kid is going to love, there's nothing wrong with that, and everybody does it. Everybody comes in with ideas of what they want their kid to have. This is parental agenda. Your kid is going to come out with their own bents, needs, wirings that is going to drive them to not necessarily like or want all the things that you want for them. Aside from parental agenda for your child, you have a sort of parental agenda for what you want having a kid to be like. You know what you want your parenting to be like. Now that said, because your child is not going to be what you expected and I would go ahead and say that your partner is probably not going to be exactly how you expected them to be when you have the child, your parenting experience is probably not going to be exactly the same as what you expect it to be in many ways, aside from everybody having their own parental agenda, which you may or may not have spoken about in detail before. When you have a child, you go through some of the changes which are most difficult for people to go through in life. For the birthing parent, you go through actual changes in your body and hormones and all of that kind of stuff. And then as soon as the child comes, for most parents, overwhelmingly, there's sleep deprivation for the birthing parent and their partner. So whether you're the child's mother or whether you're the the other parent, you go through not sleeping how you used to. Even for the annoying parent who seems to sleep through all the feedings and all the awake and whatever, it still affects quality of sleep. So you have two people who are sleep deprived trying to do their best to be parents and be partners and things tend to go sideways. It's important to know this and understand this. A lot of time when I work with people, instead of telling them to read the pregnancy book or the parenting book first, I tell them to go read about sleep deprivation so they can understand what they're seeing if they or their partner is going through a lack of sleep. So just some things that will be different than what you expected them to be when you're having a kid. That's number one. So number two, now that you know that things are going to be different, I want you to think about being curious about your child, about your partner, and about yourself. Take note of Things that you really are enjoying and they're enjoying and things that are making them uncomfortable, maybe. It might be people that they don't want around the kid or people that they do want around the kid. Things that they want the kid to do or don't want the kid to do. These are things that you need to, we all need to remain curious about. We need to be ready to find out about who we really are at this phase of life versus who we thought we would be. That's number two. Number three, be careful who you talk to you might be creating a case against your family you might be creating a case against your kid against your partner against yourself when you talk to people about how your partner is you can create an echo chamber where if you speak to the wrong person um, they start to with you demonize your partner you start to look at your partner as not being of the same value as you to your child or you start looking at your kid who is really just an infant And we're not just talking about infants, we're talking about children also, but when the kid comes, the kid's not bad and people will tell you what worked on their kid. I'm glad I have two kids because one of the beauty of having two kids is realizing how different they are and how much, even though you're trying to use the same techniques on them, they may not necessarily work. So when you're talking to people, take everything that they say with a grain of salt There are many things that we have that are prescriptive about whose job it is to do what thing. You need to, like I said before, be curious about your partner and your kid's needs and focus on meeting them and on making sure your needs are met instead of listening to other people and what they say you should do. Number four, you need to leave space for your existing relationships and new relationships. So even though you now have the kid at home and Frankly, at the beginning, there's going to be a huge amount of attention paid to the child to the point that you might not feel like there's anything for you. And when I say you need to leave space for your existing relationship, I'm including the relationship that you have with each other. Many people go through a phase when they have their kid where they really feel like even their partner only really cares about the kid and the kid's needs. This is something that you need to guard against because... The kid is going to go through normal development, and as they grow up, your children are going to want their own lives. And this isn't, there's no fixed date for this. This could happen anywhere between your kid being six and your kid being 16. But it's normal, it's a normal part of development that your kid is going to want their own life and need their own life. You, your partnerships need to remain strong so that you don't end up losing the relationship you have once you have the kid. A lot of people, when they have children, it's it might be one of the first major hurdles that they face towards their relationship because it's the first time that their partner's focus isn't mostly on them. So you need to, yes, your child is going to need attention, but you need to still focus on your relationship with your partner and, dare I say, your relationship with yourself. You also need to maintain The relationships with your friends and family. It's important. It's not going to be the same. You may not be able to go out as much or talk as much. And the frequency of you spending time and how deep you get to go when you spend time to people may change. You should have friends who understand this. You should have family who understand this. If people try to guilt you because you now have a child and, oh, you never come around anymore or you never call me, those people are being immature. And you need to set boundaries with them and say, hey, I have responsibilities that I have to take care of at home. It doesn't mean I don't like you. I still want to maintain our relationship. Are you okay if we talk less? Because that's just a reality for me. It's a hard boundary to set with some people, especially if those people are your family. Parents are infamous for this. But you do need to set that boundary for the health of your partnership and your parenting relationship. Number five. The 5 to 1 ratio that I have talked to you before about in relationships, how when you want to have a healthy and prosperous relationship, studies have shown that a 5 to 1 ratio of positive to negative interactions is what's needed to maintain this. This does not have to be major things, but there needs to be more to your relationship than just, oh, you didn't do this right. Or you forgot to do this thing. I need you to do this. Why didn't you do this? We need to have positive interactions with each other. We also need to have those positive interactions with the child. So when you're thinking about your relationship, whether it's with babies, teenagers, you can't... One of the things that uh, sticks with me that was said to me when I was a young parent is that you can't always be the dragon. You can't always be the disciplinarian or the law. You need that ratio to maintain the healthy relationship and to maintain the respect of your partner and the respect of your child. So now that you have this child, or if you're moving towards this phase of life where you're having a child, these are the things that you need to keep in mind to keep yourself healthy and stable and take care of not just the child, but also of yourself and of your partner. I hope this helps. I hope you have a good day.